Hello and welcome to the much hyped and hotly anticipated second episode of the Ochai Wrestling Podcast. This week's podcast is going to sound a lot, lot better for you. We have worked super hard on sorting out the audio and hopefully this week your ears will be much, much happier. We've been watching a lot of wrestling recently. Last week it was full of pay-per-views from WWE and AEW and this week's episode will mainly be focusing on AEW Double or Nothing with a little bit of Dynamite. Lewis hasn't watched a full AEW pay-per-view before, this is his first one, so it'll be very interesting to see what he thought about it and how it compares to the standard fare that he watches on WWE. I wonder if he's actually figured out how to watch Dynamite yet though. Hmm. Anywho, we hope that you enjoy this episode. Please remember to rate, review, like and subscribe. And if you've got any comments or feedback that you would like to give us, you can hit us up on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and you can send us an email at theochipodcast at gmail.com. I hope I've got that right. I might not have. But anyway, all the information will be in the description. Enjoy, guys. This is the Ochai Wrestling Podcast. Unfortunately, Trevor McDonald's not going to be here. But no, we're not doing Trevor McDonald, mate. That's not happening. Tre- Tre- who else could we get as like an intro? Like realistically. Realistically, like we just have to remember who we are and what our audience is. <clears throat> so, Trevor McDonald. No, I wouldn't be going for Trevor McDonald. <laughs> like. I'd be going for, like, whoever... Um... Right, two things. If it, if it's not The Rock or Don Callis, it's not happening. Who else have we got here? Are you hearing me? Don Callis? Yeah. I don't know about Don. I mean, he would be pretty of a popular name. Right, I've got... Okay, here's a question for you. Right. Um... Just a quick question. Um, what's death jitsu? My my question is, what is what is death jitsu? What is death jitsu? Death jitsu, I take it, is someone dying by Brock Lesnar's hand. It's got nothing at all to do with Brock Lesnar. Oh, really? I see. I thought no. it was just something you made up on the spot, to be honest. No, 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 no. This is not something I made up on the spot. This is legitimate. This is... Um, oh, really? Yeah. Whenever you uh, finally get your um, finger out of the proverbial and get <laughs> AEW+, Plus, you'll, AEW be able, Plus. Uh, <laughs> you'll be able to uh, find out these things. No, Death Jitsu is a new thing for the Blackpool Combat Club. Okay, all right. John Moxley came out wearing a death jitsu hoodie. And, I know, uh, I know, I know someone that would would like the idea of that. Uh huh, uh huh. And uh, Brian Danielson was on commentary at the time and explained that death jitsu is um, the most violent form of professional wrestling. Okay. So it's was this taking... on Wednesday night? This was on Wednesday night. Right. Okay. Yes. This was on Wednesday night. Um, it was uh, just a, a, a nice little introduction and sort of 
change, slight change in in direction and sort of reinforcing, I think, some of the 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 violence that took place at um, Double or Nothing. Yeah, that was that was that was uh, that was quite a quite an entertaining match. Um, I just it was just chaos everywhere. I I I thought that is exactly what anarchy in the arena is. Like I, yeah. I think I thing I loved about it was like as much as it's not a obviously it's not like a, a knock to the sh- not a knock to the shield but like a tribute or anything like that. There, like when they came out from the crowd, I thought that was like very cool. Uh-huh. Like. Um, I do. Is that is that? I think like obviously because you, you know like I like AEW, but I'm not I'm not fully inv- I've not got fully cashed my chips in AEW just yet. I'm still holding them. But, oh, well, Mox. Um, yeah, Mox always comes out to uh, always comes out through the crowd. Um, I know that. I just wasn't sure if that was like a a thing that they they just done themselves or that was like a debut thing. No, so the M- you know. He always does it, and if they are entering with him, then yeah. the whole team will enter that way. Um, but if okay. it's just um, Brian or if it's Claudio or Wheeler, then they'll just do their normal ramp entrance. Okay. So, so cool. it helps just sort of like play into the the whole crazy vibe that you get with John Moxley. Yeah, uh, he's like he's like the what the walking man himself, isn't he? Like, he is. He is. It's about like taking that. Well, the 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 boot of insanity. I don't know how. Um, I don't know how he didn't come out with that with like out like a, like a burst eye drum. Eye drum, eye socket. Sorry. During what the uh... the main the main event. The exploding super kick. Yeah. See, that was um, that was quite a spot, wasn't it? Just seeing it, I'm thinking. As much as obviously, you see people in the comments, like a lot of like posts and stuff. Oh, you know, like the camera angle was, the camera angle was bad. I was like, it's a bloody firework going off in his face. It was like it was a surprise. It came out of nowhere. Um. I wondered kind of what it was like happening when he was like limping back. But then we yeah. have to just remember he was like pile, given a pile driver in the back of a pickup truck. Um, just off his head. And then comes back stomping down to the ring. It was brilliant. Like it was a really good visual. It was wacky as hell. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, that kind of uh, played into the the damage that got done to his heel oh with the thumbtacks all right okay yeah because of course that was the boot that got like punted off what a punt claudio gave that trainer by the way i was that was that was quite wild like it's nice to see all these guys that have came like obviously a lot of people if you're not fully invested in AEW, like you need to watch it. For me, that was my first pay per view of AEW. I've always watched the YouTube videos and seen like highlights and stuff of other pay per views, but I've never watched a full pay per view from start to finish. And like I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it's seeing all these guys that were in WWE that weren't 
really given their full potential. Obviously, Daniel Bryan's a totally different story. But seeing yeah. likes of Daniel Bryan, well, Bryan Danielson, sorry, my bad. <laughs> my bad. The the veganist. Um, <laughs> it's it's so good to see likes of like Cesaro and then obviously like formerly known as Dean Ambrose when he. When he had his final run in WWE, it just it it could have been so much better, but it wasn't. And it's good to see them being in the main event, if you know what I mean. Like Cesaro, sorry, Claudio is so good that it's it's just it's a heartwarming feeling. I know it's like it's just like nice seeing your favorites do well because I was mm-hmm. always a fan of John Moxley in WWE, but it got to the point where I'm like, I don't like watching him because it's the same. It's the same shit every day. If you know what I mean, that's what I didn't like about it. But now seeing there's this violent aspect and he's got like this kind of grittiness behind him, it's 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 great. See, I look back at Dean Ambrose now as almost as if he's a parody of John Moxley. Yeah, like you know, he's not allowed to do the things that John Moxley wants to do, so he has to go and get a hot dog cart and go squirting everybody with ketchup and mustard because nobody's allowed to bleed. That's right. um, whereas, yeah, whenever he would do his promos in WWE, he would always promise these like extreme acts of violence and you yeah, know, like, tearing your skin and breaking your bones. and like When Seth, when Seth betrayed them, if you remember... He was on about putting his like his nose beside his ear and all this sort of stuff. And it's just yeah. like yeah, that did not. Well, obviously, that's not going to happen. But no. But then you see, you watch him in something like Anarchy in the Arena, and you see the freedom that <laughs> just goes they have. Through the wall, absolutely the, the wall. Ah, oh, barbed wire. Give me that barbed wire. Give me that barbed wire all day long. Um, the. Casino chips again, wasn't it? This is the casino chips where he got the. Uh, He's talking about the match with no, him and Omega. Yes, but like it was the casino chip with barbed wire on it where during the match the other night where. Um, I'm not sure if I've seen this part. Well, that's the other problem with anarchy in the arena is like the camera cuts every five seconds. Yeah, there's so much going on that you're like, if you if you just look away for literally two seconds, it's like, uh, what happened there? Do yeah. I rewind it back? When there's, it so, there's so much going on. The only thing I found is like when they hit the we'll call it the rocket kick, right? When they hit that <laughs> like, we'll call it the rocket kick. When they hit that rocket kick, right? Straight after they're onto something else. And I'm like, what, there's just been a big massive spot here. Why are we not giving that time to like everyone to be like, oh my god, instead of just right next thing? It's like, what? I get this obviously is meant to be chaos, but like surely that's the biggest spot, right? Well, you would think it was the biggest spot. That's the part I found a bit. I was like, oh, okay. That was awesome, though. It was like, that's. I don't think that's ever been done before. I don't think. No, 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 no. Um, it's going to have to be was, two, two now. It's going to have to be double super kicks. Yeah, but it's, it's, it is. But it's also ridiculous, which is in, in keeping with a lot of the Young Bug stuff. Um, but then, and then after that, uh, Don Callis reared his big, big Donny, big yeah. It's funny, like he he's becoming like he is a dick, 
And with that scar that he's got on his forehead, he, he is beginning to resemble a, a dick more and more and more. Um, but he shows up with the... <laughs> he shows up with the screwdriver. Um, Omega's manages to, like, stop him from, like, Yuta from using it. And then in runs... Takashita. He's I like this guy. I really like it's nice seeing a new like not like a he's you know obviously he's been with the elite. Was it the elite he was with before? I'm I'm right in saying that, right? Like obviously not with them, but like kind of allying with them. You or are correct. Yeah. Oh, you are correct. Because he was like that kind of crazy funny dude, like that was really good in the ring, and then uh and then I I, I like how they've kind of went with that. I seen I seen that obviously from Wednesday. That was a thing I'd seen. I was like, "Ah, oh, this is cool. Could this lead to something bigger down the line?" But um, obviously, yeah, that's that was a that was a big shocker from that from that match. I didn't expect to see him, and obviously right. having potentially Don Callis as his manager. That's it's a good mouthpiece for him, especially not having well, I mean, very good communication. Absolutely. Well, the uh, the end of that match, of course. So um, they come in, they do over Omega. Um, Utah gets the the screwdriver. He finishes the job on Omega, gets a seatbelt for the pin. Boom, bullet, uh, bullet. <laughs> Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club, BCC, victorious in uh, anarchy in the arena. And then Don Carlos decides to choke out Kenny Omega with his belt as we go off the air. Now that was one way to finish it. And it's very, you, very bad guy esque. It's pretty cool. Yes. And then if you catch um Dynamite, which you don't need Fight Plus for, of course, mate. You can always watch it on the uh, ITVX. Um, ITVX to our UK followers. <laughs> Outside the UK, I'm sorry, but I have no idea. <laughs> um the heat that they got on from the live crowd when they came out to run their um to run the promo, it was something else. That's probably out the building. Oh, that's probably one of the most visceral, loudest reactions, like of sheer hatred, I think I've heard from an AEW audience. So, do you think that's going to maybe set up something? So, what is there a pay per view before All In? Is it Forbidden Door? Forbidden Door. So, do we maybe get Takashita versus Omega? Hidden boar, a hidden boar, hidden hidden boar, everyone. Hidden door. <laughs> uh, possibly. Who knows? Um, they were setting a lot of that sort of stuff up on Rampage. Well, kind of like introducing things on Rampage this week. Um, okay. So we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but um, Willow Nightingale. So she is the New Japan Strong Style Women's Champion. Okay. Um, she beat Mercedes Monet. Yeah, that was, AKA, was that or uh, FKA Sasha FKA, Banks. Yeah. Um, where Sasha got injured during that match, so it was a little bit of an oddball when. Yeah, they... especially for her to win it and then drop it. Yeah, well, she didn't drop it, mate. It was a tournament, and it was Willow versus Mercedes in the final. And Mercedes injured her knee. Pretty, like, just a standard drop from the, the turnbuckle down to the floor. Okay. But she 
did it quite bad. And I think the audible was called in the ring to have Willow win. So, oh, yeah, because Mercedes is out at the moment. She had to go and get surgery. So it might not be that bad, but she might be. She was going to be out for at least a few months. So, well, let's hope that. She maybe turns up at the end of the match of whoever that does that at Forbidden Forbidden Door and that could maybe lead into the future. Well, yeah, Willow's been bouncing around AEW and so I expect to see her at Forbidden Door. Zack Sabre Jr., who is the New Japan Pro Wrestling Heavyweight TV champion. Okay. Uh, He He was was on the other day, wasn't he? He was on Rampage. Yeah. Um, And... Vikingo, who, if you've not seen Vikingo, oh my freaking god. Um, he is a, a lucha. He has got a. Which one Viking is that again? He wasn't him. in that casino battle royale, was he? No, he wasn't. No, no, no. Um, that was Commander. Aye, because there was quite a few of them. I remember, obviously, and like everyone knows, like you know, the Pentagon. The guy that did the run up. Aye, the guy that did the run along the ropes. Yeah, that's Commander, is that right? Yeah, that's Commander, yeah. Yeah. So the um so he was there, so he's got a triple A championship. So it was really quite interesting. On Rampage you've got uh two New Japan uh title matches, a triple okay. A Mexican triple A championship match and a Ring of Honor pure championship match. So Jeez. if you want to see some wrestling from some different promotions and some different styles, definitely, definitely, definitely be checking out Rampage. Sounds awesome. Uh, but going back to Double or Nothing. So, um, yeah, that was Anarchy in the Arena. Did you, you, what would you, did you have a memorable spot from the match? Apart from the, the exploding kick I you think that's the one that's gonna just stand out for you. I think it has to, like obviously, like the Claudio like swinging around in the arena. That was quite cool. Um, but like, uh, the rocket kick was just like, when I obviously before watching the whole paper, you seen that on Monday morning. I was like, that's surely not just happened. I thought it was a <laughs> fake video. Then I went, watched it again. I was like, whoa, like how have they done this? And then watching it like as the full event, you're just like. Imagine being in that arena and obviously not having a bloody clue. Obviously, there's other spots like tables and stuff like that. Ah, someone's going to go through this. But yeah. how on earth did they even think that? I don't know. Like, I don't know. How do you make it safe? Imagine going like, imagine having that like top right. What, what, what I'm thinking is, right, you kick me in the face with a firework. Yeah, exactly. I, I would be like, well, I don't know how your face is going to look after this one. You know? Well... Moxie's probably yeah. Well, my face is going to be busted open anyway. It's going to be covered in blood. It's already going to be burnt. I just go for it. <laughs> Speaking of Moxley's blood, right? I'm going to move on to the the MGF match. So in a sense, I'm going to we're going to go backwards a little bit instead mm-hmm, of forwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, obviously we had so Jungle Boy. Um, it's not called Jungle. He got Boy the anymore. Jobber entrance, didn't he? Yeah, I I find that quite bad because what was it was just his music, wasn't it? It was just his music. And then Sammy comes out and he's all like, We're yeah, having a baby. We're having a baby. And kudos to him. That was quite cool. I, I thought that I, 
I'll be honest, I thought something was going to come out like after that when it said, you know, we've got some news, we're having yeah. a baby. And I thought, is there going to be another one that's going to be like a big FU or something like that there? But not. And then no. Darby's entrance, I, <laughs> I was just like, what the hell is going on here? Like, Thank you very much. I was just like, starts beating MJF about MGF about a wedding. I was like, what the hell? It was just bright. It was just so like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Elvis, like the Reverend, the good Reverend Elvis, <laughs> giving him a hand to this, giving him a hand to there. You know, I thought that was quite cool. And then yeah. MGF, like his entrance was that was that was quite cool to be honest. For me, yeah. he he reminds me. You might disagree. You might agree. He's like he's very good in the ring, and his character is brilliant. He reminds obviously he's nowhere. He's got a totally different style, but G- he reminds you of JBL and it like that kind of heel heat he's got. If you get what I mean, not really. No, just like the way he says stuff, like, like what? You know, like, ma- oh, like, like, ding, 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 JBL. It's just like I like I'm t- like, but I'm talking about old old JBL, not like the one where he was a commentator. Yeah, like, he was like the bullhorns on the front of the limo, JB. Yeah, oh yeah, like when he used like, to like kiss babies and then get his hand sanitizer out and like squat yes, his hands. Yes, in yes, it. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I but, see where you're coming from. Did you see the? Um, well, obviously we'll talk about the match first. So, I I thought it started off okay. Um, like there was some quite quite decent high spots. I thought for a change. Uh-huh. Like obviously you had like well like the. Um, oh, what part was it? I can't even remember now. I've just watched so much wrestling today that my mind has went into an absolute blank. <laughs> the main part I think I remember, like obviously before the finish, was like Tommy Guevara. He, he hit like a running high knee at one point to, I want to say it was Jungle Boy. I could be wrong here, but it was just it was hit so flush, and I thought that. <laughs> That was like it looked like it looked like he Jane like I proper like clocked him, but I was like oh, I don't know if he's like knocked him out here. I think it was an ideal showcase to see why that they were why they are called the four, uh, the four pillars. pillars because everything was snug, everything was flush, everything was neat, every sequence was just on point. I think my favorite sequence through it was the mentor sequence. Okay, where um, Sammy hit the um uh oh now we're both forgetting things <laughs> that's what i mean i just watched so much today that I'm like oh my god what the hell's happening yeah well he hit the code breaker uh, okay yeah 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 and then you saw um darby allen uh sorry then jungle boy hit the kill switch yeah so, and i would remember this part because of christian cage was his mentor and then you had um, Darby Allen with the Scorpion Death Drop. That was that was quite cool. As a nice wee touch. MJF, yeah, and then you had MJF come along and hit Cody's finisher. The um, what's Cody's finisher named again? Crossroads. Crossroads. So it's not like that was like just a neat little callback because you're seeing the history behind each of the characters. And why they would be the four pillars because of the people that have, they've associated uh, themselves with and yeah. that have associated themselves with them, the legends around them. That's right. Um, I thought that was superb. Darby was just 
incredible. Like he was, uh, he was, he was spot on. He was phenomenal. Uh, nothing beats a Darby Allen cannonball dive. He's just. Uh, like, I get, don't understand how he's not broken get, his back with some of the stuff he's done, though. I get thrills every single time I see him running the ropes, thinking that he's about to launch himself at 70 miles an hour directly into someone's shoulder or chest. It's just... He's that's, got complete he's, disregard for his body. It's that's incredible. what I mean, yeah. He just goes, like, wild. I'm thinking, like, how have you not, like, broken a bone? Well, he probably has at some point, but... But see just, that... It just goes wild. But when he does that, it makes you think he can beat anybody. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%, I would say that. Right, it allows you to really get behind him. Um, and that was where, like, they had me. They absolutely had me. Yeah. That was coming down to the finish. When he, like, when he hit the coffin drop, and then he was going to go and pin him, but he was like, no, I picked him up for the side lock, like, headlock takeover. I was like, oh yes, that's perfect, come on. And then, Boom. MGF kicks out just but the thing was I was definitely 100% wanting MGF to win that match I think he need I think he he needs then, to win like what's well, well yeah when MGF got Darby and picked him up and beat him again with the high the side headlock takeover just chef's kiss absolutely brilliant I am um, I cannot wait for the next time those two meet. That, uh, it's like I, the thing is like does would would he be the the person to to win that championship? But I, I it's a hard one to say because they're all very good. But I don't think right now it would be a good. Well, I could be I could be wrong, but but I'll tell you this though: even if he's not the right one to do it, one day, third definitely. match. Come the third match, the belief that this is going to happen is what's going to be massive. Yeah. uh, Just the... I like the underdog kind of story. Yes. He's done it twice. Can he do it? Like, MJF's beat him twice. Can he do it a third time? It is going to be... It could be and has the potential to be something outstanding and I would not be disappointed if that was what we got at all in. Well Darby versus MGF. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's gonna go that way, but um if we did get that at all in, I would not be disappointed. I think that would be quite something. It would, but I think it would be I think we're probably gonna get something more tag teamy. With Darby and Sting, because I think Sting's maybe going to be going on his final retirement tour. Yeah, I think like that would be like that would be your spot to do it. That would yep. be passes his torch to Darby. Yeah, which would be pretty cool. Um, going back a little bit, obviously we had so we had that match there. Um, we had some shenanigans with. Um, the what TBS women's champion is that right? Yeah, TBS Jade, Jade Cargill, unfortunately, is no longer the TBS women's champion, which I am very shocked at. And but not defeated by Taya Valkyrie, yeah, who that, I picked I, to win. 
I find this very strange. One, I mean, I, you maybe know who the woman is that defeated her, but Chris I... Statlander? Yeah, absolutely. She is, uh, she's a star of AEW. She's been out injured for quite a long time. Okay. And she, she, she was in the spot where she would be in line for that championship when she got injured. Right. And that was when Jade, this run of Jade started. So, um, that was a big moment. If you know the, if you've been following AEW for a long time and you know all about Chris Statlander, then yeah, that was a very big, very big moment. Just felt bad for like Talia. Like it's a shame that they kind of brushed her. Like because we had this whole thing of like her coming to NXT. Obviously, when you know, and she didn't really get her. She didn't really get much happened there for her, and then obviously she came to AEW. I thought, oh well, this could be it, and then no. So it's, it, I feel ashamed for her because she's she's very talented. Like her back to her and her Lucha Underground days, like she was awesome. I thought, and it's where does where does her point move in now? Hopefully she stays with AEW, but I guess time will tell. Hundred percent, hundred percent, mate. I feel exactly the same way. I felt the way that these matches have gone. Um, the fact that the last match where she wasn't allowed to use her finisher and she just narrowly lost it through to um, this match where yeah. she was allowed to, um, I was I was shocked um, when she when she hit that finisher and the road to Valhalla and Jade kicked out. I I was shocked and then Jade landed a kick, hit her own finisher. And boom, Taya did not kick out. So it's a I mean, strange it was one, a, isn't it? It was a good match, but I just yeah, I felt Statlander's victory afterwards, although it was in response to the the hubris of like Smart Mark and Jade being, yeah, there's nobody left for me to beat. I'll fight anybody anywhere. Um you could tell that something was going to come, and it was it was great for Chris. She got a hell of a pop. She we just hopefully um, it's hopefully, the start of something yeah. big for her and start of a good run. And we think don't that's think the thing, too like, much. It's having that feeling of having a champion that's not been changed, a champion that's not been like defeated for so long. It's that person has to make it a big a big deal now. If you know what I mean. Like it's going to be the well, same when obviously Roman loses, but on WWE. But it's where do you go from here? Obviously, she might maybe have a rematch with um, Jade Cargill, or does she maybe, you know, does Taya Valkyrie maybe come back? Because is she a face Taya Valkyrie? Uh, yeah. Or is that a tweener? You could maybe she'd maybe be a bit of a tweener, but like. So she could turn heel potentially and then be like, oh, I want my bloody proper shot. I think that I feel for Jade in a way as well, because they've made a lot about this undefeated streak. And yeah. 60 and 0 is the longest undefeated streak that there was in AEW. And it's like, you've gone 60 and 0. I don't, I don't really understand why they couldn't have had her, you know, have come out on Dynamite and cut that promo and, and then, then Chris yeah. come out and 
do it. The pop would have been just as big. But she would have been was, able to celebrate properly at uh, double or nothing. And they could like just draw that 60 and 0 out just a little bit further. But in a sense, does that then take away obviously something that's happened on eight on, on Wednesday? But is it was would, would this not have been their first pay-per-view under Warner Brothers? Uh yes. So and you kind of want to make it a wee bit of a shocker. Well, I know it's not like a, I know it's not a massive thing, but you know what I mean? Like it's it's something oh there's a title change. TBS, like TBS. That's, no, 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 no. I wouldn't even contemplate that. Um you've not been watching AEW long enough. Yeah, well yeah, well <laughs> we'll stay on top and the to island of that relevancy. sort of that sort of opinion. Um where are we going next? The Trios we're Championship? Gonna, I was House just about Black. to say, we're about to knock on the Black House. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was, I thought, that, like, that's the, again, that's the first time I've watched their entrance properly, and I was like, these guys, these guys need a bit of sunlight, do they not? Like, they, they oh, it's so cool, though, like, it's so cool, but it's like, I was, it's quite weird seeing Malachi, well, uh, Malachi in the front, like, and like with his entrance, and obviously when um, is it is it Julia Hart? Am I saying that right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Julia yeah. Hart when she took like her like took his crying off. I thought that was pretty that was pretty cool. And then the only thing that I find quite like Buddy Murphy looks the most like chiselled out of a lot of them. Buddy he Murphy, is though sorry, not Buddy Murphy. But I was just like, why? Why the hell is he at the side? Why is he? There should be something going on, but maybe maybe that's just me thinking into it too much because like Malachi is obviously so cool. Brody just looks he to me he genuinely looks scary with that face paint. Like it's actually like in terms of like fiendish levels. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I just find him like oh like if that guy was running at me, I I'd be pretty scared. If you know <laughs> what I mean, like you see like Braun Strowman and stuff like oh yeah they're big guys, but it's just the face paint makes him like look like. Like what a fucking scary dude. Yeah, but he doesn't. You see, without the face paint, mate, and like the tattoos that he's got, does exactly. Yeah, the same thing. it's he like, is it's, like it's a, cool, it's a cool unit. I he, quite like the idea yeah. of they just have like an open challenge. It's like right three, whoever, whoever three wants to step up, step up. But you're gonna get your arses kicked. Yeah, I do. I I, I I I like the the house rules. I think that's it's it's very unique and it like anywhere on the card you can put it and you're going to have like uh, a solid match and the good thing about that as well is it, it can change up the type of match that they have quite That's drastically right. I like the no rope breaks um, because it's about inflicting pain mm-hmm. like the 20 counts so you can't run away and no rope breaks so um, you have to take the pain it's, <laughs> it's it, like, awesome isn't it yeah, it's two little things um, that can make just like a lot of difference to the match. Yeah. And fair play to the acclaimed. They came out. They uh, they did their best. They hit Buddy Murphy with uh, sorry Buddy Matthews with a uh, a hell of a line. Yeah, that was that was quite savage to be fair. So when Brody was... King looked at him when they said it, and he was, <laughs> he, just, oh. he, just, he was like, "Oh no!" Oh, I can't remember it word for word, but they called him a cuck because, like, because of Big Dom Dom. 
because of Big Dom Dom. I mean, like, oh, just, just fantastic. <laughs> Billy Gunn, man, he's like, he he can still go. Like, obviously, like his his fame, like he had famous on Brody King. I don't know if you remember, but it was like he kind yeah. of watched it. Um, and then he and then he just like he totally like swept that one under the rug and then hit an absolute magic one off of Buddy Matthews. I think he was like coming through the ropes or yeah. something like that there, and he hit it, and I was like, whoa, that was that was cool. But like for the he for the age he is, like obviously, I, you don't know, but he's just he's huge. He's, he is massive. He's a bit big. He had. Uh, I remember like last year at one point. Um, he had a, a singles match with Darby Allen. Right. And he destroyed him. It's, he it's strange, destroyed isn't it? him. And it was entirely believable because you just look to the two of them together and you just forget because WWE is all about big guys. When So when you've got so many big guys together, you don't yeah. realise, like how big they are because they're all big guys that's why when you see the older ones you think that oh, they're going to be all you know scars and like big bellies and you're like seeing him no, just... he's <laughs> he's jacked he's, he is jacked he's a big dude do you know he owns a I want to say it's a smoothie shop beside Cody Rhodes's um, American Nightmare factory oh good place to have one well I, th- I, th- I don't know if it's a smoothie I think it's smoothies not I can't remember the exact name, but, but it's like like uh, it's something to do with the, it's like gun something, but like yeah, protein like, shakes or something like that. Something like that. I remember like hearing Cody speak about it once on a podcast, <laughs> and um, yeah, he really like I think it's him and his wife on a on a. I'm pretty sure it's a smoothie shop. I'm just like so he must he must be putting in the protein in them. He must be like he must be. So but, following oh, no, on you go, well. Go. House of Black One, of course, um, they were victorious, uh, and it was a good match. Um, another solid one on on the card. Uh, so really next good. up, so going back through the the land of time, we have so a match that I think could potentially rehappen it all in was Jamie Hater versus Tony Storm for the, for the uh, women's championship. It probably won't happen at all in because Jamie's injured. Oh, how long is she injured for? So that was, uh, she's legit injured. Right. And not sure how long she's going to be out for or if that's what played into um, the the finish or the, the title change. And But she was injured going into the match. Okay. So, um, fair play her for for powering through and doing it the way that she did. Quite a beat down. Yeah, because it wasn't the prettiest match. It wasn't the snuggest of match. Um, but she, she, she braved it out, man. And rather yeah. than vacating the strap and doing the, you know, the usual sort of whenever a wrestler is injured. Yeah, Vegan. She did the deed. She did the deed. Don't know, so I, was, I, I don't know. I just like I well. I mean, it, hopefully she gets back soon. But that would be a quite a cool thing of Tony Storm to go to All In 
something happens to our opponent, say it's like, I don't know, someone, and then oh, the opponent's not here, her music hits. That would, yeah. I mean, that's, but again, like you're saying, it all depends on. Um, I mean, I thought that would injuries. be one of the highlights as well for All In. Um, and I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure they would have been looking at it from that direction as well. Or could it so, be a work? No, I don't think so. No, no, not so. at all. No, no. Anyway, moving on. So we had so uh, another I thought was quite a good match to be honest with you. Um, so we had for uh, Wardlow versus Christian for the the TNT Championship in a ladder match, and I that was that was the, <laughs> there were some good moments in this match, and then there were some moments where I was like, how how on earth is this being caught on TV? I the dinosaur got chomped. <laughs> Arn was hungry. He was like, Arn, Arn, Arn. Did you see the Give part me your thumb. Arr, 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 <laughs> he seen him pop something in his mouth, like, and then put his thumb in. I was like, oh. Arr, 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 arr. Eating your thumb. Arr, chomp, 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 <laughs> Take this chomp, blood pill. It's all over yeah. your thumb. I was like, oh, Good. come on. Chomp you your thumb you? like I chomp my cigar. <laughs> chomp, 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 chomp. I genuinely thought the way he was going to hit the spine buster, and I was like, come on, ideal, please, please. But then, obviously not. But it's Aaron Anderson, and he can't really do that anymore because he was too full. He was, his, his belly was <laughs> full up of dinosaur thumb meat. He just. The one thing I thought I thought was quite harsh was like, I don't know if you heard the, the, the fans, the Christian, they were calling, like, they were shouting, like, you're not Edge. You're not Edge. That was harsh. Oh. He's better than Edge nowadays. Uh, he's he's good, but yeah, I, I. It's a different type of crowd, right? And it's a different yeah. type of work that they do. But the Christian Cage can work a crowd like no other. Oh, he's very good as a heel. That's one thing like I thought like when I was watching it. I was like, he's just so good as a bad guy. He's not. Him as a good guy, it's like you don't like him being a good guy because he's 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 meant to be a bit like a, a villain, if you know what I mean. Like I, when I was growing yeah. up, I always seen him as like when he was the Intercontinental Champion when he won it from yeah. Jericho at Mania Twenty. He just, I was like when I was a kid, I was like I hate that man. Like he's horrible. And then right. now you like you know like obviously like over twenty years later, you're like he's still doing the same thing and he's doing it just as good, if not better. Absolutely, absolutely. Whereas you look at Edge, and yeah, Edge is doing great work, but he doesn't need to try. He doesn't need to do anything. He's not trying yeah. like the way because he doesn't need to, if you know what I mean. He just That's, needs to yeah, like. He's go retired out. from like a big retirement. Like he doesn't, he, like you're saying, there's nothing I don't think he needs to do to make himself better because no. he's returned from something that no one ever thought he would come back from. Right. And Christian Cage, when he like initially arrived and everything, he got plenty of cheers, and it's easy to get cheers because like you're a legend. Yeah. The difficulty comes from like turning those cheers to booze. Oh yeah. And getting that crowd against you, and he's done a a stunning job of it from the the betrayal of uh, Jungle Boy to um to this and his like attack on Arn and Wardlow in the run up to this was just brilliant it made you want to see Wardlow absolutely destroy Christian 
The one thing I, I loved about it was like when he picked him up to do a military press and he starts spinning with him doing that. I was like, that's just cool, man. I like, he's just going round and round and round. I thought I'd, I've never seen anything like that before. And obviously there was a, a lot of other spots Wardlow doing, but that just, for me, that was that was quite a favourite moment of mine in that match. Wardlow is a freak of nature. He's so good. He does. Like, he's he so does, good. He is, but he does he does so much and he does too much. And, like, as much as, like, some of the stuff he does is phenomenal, like, that swanton bomb off of the top of the ladder was just freaking insane for a guy yeah, like his size. When I seen that, I thought, like, no, it's not, it's not going to happen. And then he hit it. I was just like, what? He hit it. Like, and, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, that's jaw-dropping. But, like, at the same time, a guy that size, there's only so many times you're going to be able to do that. And it's almost like... Yeah, I kind of... He, again, needs he, to, like, the, he hit it in the ring as well, did he not? Yes, and he, but he's a spectacle in his own right. He reminds he me of, like, a lot of people think of him as, like, you know, you hear the word, like the Goldberg-esque yeah. chants, but he reminds me more of, like, obviously he doesn't... But, well, the, like the, the person he reminds me of is in a, in a little bit is Batista. The way he's kind of like got that, like when Batista was a big first turn good guy. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. Obviously, Batista never used to jump off the rope and things like that. But he's got that kind of like. If I was like back in my my, my childhood days, I would look up to that as like, oh, this guy's big. You know, he's he's going to go through everyone, like doing the power bombs and stuff. Like that's what I see him as. I just hope they kind of keep going with that, if you know what I mean. But it's like it's 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 quite difficult to get behind them. I find just with like the way obviously the whole title thing's changed, like him dropping the title and getting the title back and things like that. There, I think the thing about Wardlow is I get bored with him. Like yeah, he, very quickly. Like he gets uh, like he can have some really high spots during matches, uh, but at the end of the day, the majority of them, like virtually all the matches, he's presented in a way where you just don't believe he's going to lose. So yeah, exactly. it works against him. So and then he starts doing the crazy stuff. So yeah, look at the size of him and he's doing these moves off of the top rope or look at the size of him and he's like jumping over the top rope to the outside or here he is doing a swan ton off of a 20 fucking foot ladder. Um, <laughs> so like, it's one of the, it's one of the things that like, you don't need to do that. There's other people on the card that will do that and that can do that. And Or save only... it for like the bigger ones, yeah, like the bigger events. Right, so you let those guys have those spots because they can do those spots because you can do the big power spots that those guys can't do the big power spots. That's it. And the fact that you can do that, brilliant. That means you can bust them out at the right time. Now that's, for me, that was the first match between Wardlow and Christian. So if you want to have some like crazy ass spots, then let's save that for like maybe match two or three. Yeah, well, they've, you know? they've kind of they've kind of like pulled all pulled all the guns out, dude. Like on that match, the guy was brilliant though. Like that's one thing. Oh, it was a, a very good it was, match. 
it was a very good match. Christian was ace. It was action packed. The pacing I thought was brilliant. Like don't like everything that I've just said. That was a far from boring match. Like Wardlow was great in it. Um, oh, yeah. I just hope that they can keep that going and just let Arn talk for him and not let him talk for himself. Hopefully, but obviously at the end of that match we had Wardlow retain, which is just I think the right call just now. I don't think he needs to lose. I think he needs to go on a big win streak. Absolutely. Um, I would as much as I'd love to see Christian win it. I think he he probably will win it one day, but I don't think don't think right now. Well, you never know; it might happen, but not just now. Um, and Arn Anderson is like they'll probably want a rematch anyway because Arnold wants seconds on Lucha. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> Tasty barbecue Lucha. Jr. Sauce Grab some of that Jr.'s barbecue sauce on that thumb the next time, please. So we had so obviously um, uh, my personal match of of that uh, pay per view. Uh, sorry, favourite match of that pay-per-view. Um, so it was the FDR versus Double J and Jay Lethal for the Tag Team Championships. Did you love just how absolutely like pro-wrestling it was? How good was that match? Like, just, it's got just, everything everything that you need in a wrestling match, that match had it. It did. Like, Run it down. From, from the end, like, so what we had, obviously, like, the Double J, the Jay Lethal entrance, um... So obviously we had, uh, is it Sanjay? I think his name is. Sanjay, yeah, Sanjay Dutt. So we had him with the double the double guitars in his hands. Um, so obviously I had one with that cash and one with Dax painted on them. Big Satnam Singh at the sides. And I, I'll be honest, I, I shouldn't bad for seeing this. I've forgotten the lady's name that was that was beside them. Um, Jeff's wife. Jeff's wife. What's her Karen. name? Karen. Karen, that's, that's what it is. Karen Jarrett, <laughs> KJ, 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 Double J. <laughs> but no, that was that was the entrance was quite cool, and obviously at the FTR, the crowd went pretty nuts for them when they came out. That's one thing I noticed tonight was the crowd tonight when I'm watching the event. I didn't feel like the crowd were inv- fully invested in the whole event. They were fairly quiet throughout the whole thing in terms of until the big spots. If you know what I mean. Maybe maybe I'm picking that up wrong, but when I was, I just felt like there's a lot of silence until the big spots had hit. You know, there wasn't really a lot. There wasn't a massive a lot of chanting. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's. I don't know how much the mics pick up in that arena. Um, maybe maybe it's that. I don't know. I just felt like it was compared to like the WGC on like Wednesday. It's like you know, it just seems all like NXT kind of like the old vibe. It was like being loud and violent and uh-huh. violent, vibrant. But I don't know. I just that's one thing I felt like it was like when I heard the FTR like pop up, I was like, whoa, that's one of the loudest ones I've heard so far. I was quite shocked. Um, but like you know, the start of that match was like the you know, your standard like wrestling match, like you know, like the. Um, the hook, the the hookups, <laughs> the collar and elbow. You're like, yeah, that's that's the stuff I'm looking for. <laughs> Nobody hooked up with the ring people, unfortunately. <laughs> not a lot of kind of wrestling. Um, but you they were, of course, it was with Mark Briscoe as the special. Mark referee. Briscoe, how could I forget about that? My God, 
Mark Briscoe um, and his camouflage um, referee top. Yes. And he that was, was kind of the story. Yeah, it was it was good to see him in the match. Like I hope they hope something like, you know, transpires with him down the road. Um, uh, something did transpire on Dynamite, I'll fill you in in a minute. Okay. But like the whole match was just like nuts from start to finish. You know, you had the whole thing of uh I'm just making sure I'm getting the right one here. So you had so Cash was in the ring at one point and he was trying to tag in Dax, but you know, they kept pulling him back and pulling him back. And then he nearly got there, but you know, Dax got like hit by I think it was Jay. And then um he finally gets him tagged in. And then, you know, we have that whole altercation of him, the hot tag going through, going through. And then the Ah, oh, what what was it? Ah, they were was they were arguing in the ring. And then mm-hmm. I think it was a double J came in with the with a guitar. Yeah, and I then was after like, so Briscoe had just ejected that and sing. Ah, okay. Because they kept coming in and, and interfering. It was after Sanjay came in and pulled Dax off Jay Lethal for the pin because they just hit the Doomsday Powerbomb. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. And then Briscoe ejected Dutt and Singh. And then from out of nowhere... Go on. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um... Yeah, like, you know, he go, goes to, like, hit the guitar. Woomph gets pulled out of the way. Boomph, Mark Briscoe's out cold. I was just like, oh, dear. You know, like, what's actually going to happen here? And then yeah. we had the whole thing of, like... The you know, FDR hit the shatter machine. That was awesome. Then, as as I, then as soon as I seen that, I thought, oh, no. Like, you know, and then... Um, is it, oh, Aubrey. Was it, Aub- Aubrey, that's it. Comes running to the ring. And then Sanjay's like, uh-uh, you ain't getting in the ring. You ain't getting in the ring. So she's like, no, I need to do this. I need to do this. Tries to get her in the side. And Sanjay's like, oh, no, 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 no. Tries to go the other way. And then all of a sudden, Karen comes out of nowhere and just, oof. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> I genuinely jumped out of my seat. I was like, oh, my God. I did not expect that. Like, smashes her in the head with a guitar. Like, <laughs> she, she, Tony Khan needs to get her fined. Like that, that's that's a referee. You can't do that. <laughs> that. That was that that's what I mean though. Like that match was just like nuts from start to finish. It like, had everything that you needed to be the best wrestling match, I think, of that night. Um and then obviously we went back to the ring. We had um I forget what the I forget. Was it the Doomsday Powerbomb again to finish it? Uh it was the or was it another shatter machine? Shatter machine. Shatter machine. Shatter machine. Mark yeah. Briscoe back to his back to himself. One, two, three. FTR retain the tag team championships in one of the most nuts matches I've seen on that on that pay per view. It was a blast. Hundred percent. It was so good. It was an absolute blast. I mean, it was. Just with everybody involved, you knew it was going to be like overbooked shenanigans aplenty. Like as soon as you've got a wrestler as a referee, well, you know that there's going to be like bumps happening. Um, I did not expect Aubrey Edwards to get like no, to take not a at all. Shot. No, no, no. And um, fair play her, she held the shit out of it. It was a hefty, like Karen did not hold back. That's what I mean. It wasn't just like a light one. It's just it came out. You just seen the guitar. I'm like, oh my! Poof. 
like splinters everywhere. It was like, whoa, that that was so unexpected for that to happen. So the um, so yeah, um, normally in these situations uh, in AEW, if you uh, do put your hands on a referee, then you are normally suspended. Um, however, uh, Mark came out to uh, the the. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett and Sanjay, they were all out there and Karen was there and they were being uh, um, Renee was doing a backstage interview with them and they were talking about possible suspensions. Okay. So Mark Briscoe came in to decide and was uh, saying that he was just having a chat with his main man Tony and Tony had promised him that there would be no suspensions for the actions that took place at Double or Nothing because if they were suspended then it means that they wouldn't be there and if they weren't going to be there it meant they couldn't get the ass kicking the ass kicking that they deserved and that we are going to give them and then Jay tried to interfere a little bit and Mark was like, look, Jay, this has got nothing at all to do with you. I'm talking to you and you, pointing to Jeff and Karen. Oh. And once again, saying that we are going to kick your ass. And Karen was like, well, who is we? In step, Aubrey Edwards. <laughs> and, That's crazy. Um, She's yes. very popular. Very, very so, popular. The, uh, the segment finished when uh, Aubrey had had enough of what Karen was saying and decided to choke her out. <laughs> That's great. Like, I I have, like, just obviously watching, like, the weekly, like, you know, like, YouTube clips and stuff of AEW's, seeing her, like, get so much, like, acknowledgement. I'm like, but she's just a referee. Like, what does she actually do differently? And you just, you just see small bits and stuff, like her reactions to moves and things like that there. And it's just like, oh, okay. But, like... Her like she's gonna be in a match now. That's that's pretty cool. Like I like that they're acknowledging that. She plays her part well. Um, sometimes, like, it, she very much is that side of the. She's that sort of match referee. Yeah, because she is quite animated and she does like to sort of. Um, it's not steal anybody's like. Or, steal the spotlight but she is a memorable referee so I think that sort of matchups and that sort of proper sort of old time pro wrestling um, yeah. she, she fits in very very well as that sort of referee she does she does good work she does really good work very very good um, so obviously like the the match, the match uh, that was before this. Um, so, um, I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, so don't it like it. Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match. Did um, not like it. Yeah, I. I'll be honest. So, Jericho, Jericho is like he's so good like, in terms of like, like just his character stuff like that. When he came out and the whole crowd are singing his song and he's just like walking like. I know you're singing my song, but like I, I don't care. You know what I mean? He just he loves it. And then oh, you yeah. had like you know the, the the Jericho Appreciation Society thing. I'm still not behind it to be honest, but Jericho's just he's on another level. But it's there was the part obviously after that the Sabu came out and it was like 
it was like somebody came out that no one knew. Like there was hardly a reaction for him. Yep. And I was yep. like, well, this guy's like, does do these people not know who he is? Like obviously it was a bit of a random one to add into the match. Like I get that, but it's Sabu. Like he's off his head. Like, he does. He just, he's nuts. And then obviously Adam Cole comes out with Roderick Strong. Seeing them two together, it's like, for me, it's like they, they need to get the undisputed era back. Like obviously that might take a bit of time, but. Mate, we've just had that. So good. Told you you missed the boat on that. No, we, we have not you had even, the Golden Prophecy even, 2.0 needs to even, happen. You even missed out on the Undisputed Elite. Yeah, but the Golden Prophecy 2.0, that's where that's where we need to be going. <laughs> Adam Cole Anyhow. wins that championship, but yeah. Um, the, the match, you know, starts off in a bit of chaos. Everybody's, you know, fighting each other. There's chairs flying. All of a sudden, Sabu and Jericho, I believe, get in the ring, start having a chair off. Or is that before this? No, yeah, that was towards the start because, yeah, Sabu was only around a special enforcer for what seemed like five minutes. That's it. A table gets put up at the side of the ring and then one of the Jericho Appreciation Society guys gets put on the table, all of a sudden Sabu's jumping off the table, and I was like, gee, I genuinely just was like, Jesus Christ, like, what does he do? I didn't expect anything like that from him. I expected maybe a chair shot or, like, you know, a throw over the ropes, but I didn't expect yeah. to see him go flying off the top rope. I was like, oh, my goodness, like, what is he doing? You say a jump, it was more like a fall. Yeah, he just kind of, like, like you know, like belly Gravity fall, is what did the work there. <laughs> That was that was amazing when he did that, and then obviously we had you know Jericho and Cole finally met each other in the ring. Started you know they they get they got on, they got on people. Um, they did, but like they did, but they didn't. I mean, the hardest, the person that hit the hardest, strange. the person that hit the hardest in that whole match was Britt Baker <laughs> when she came out with that kendo stick and started laying into Jericho. That was the hardest he was hit by that whole freaking match. I know he got caught in the eye towards the end of it, and I know that that was a stoppage, and it was fucking weird for an unsanctioned match to get a freaking stoppage. That's my like, eyebrow. That's, that's it's my unsanctioned. Movement. You do not have a ref stoppage in an unsanctioned match. Like, Just certainly not at that level. If it's unsanctioned and you'd not to be responsible, you're not responsible for anything, or you talk about bloody messes and everything like that, then... I need a bloody mess, or I need like Adam right. Cole to be the one that stops it, to stand up and stop it, and for the referee to then like Agreed. you know lay it out as a knockout or something like that. That's it, you know. It's like like, like you know, try, try and get if like doesn't if his arm doesn't go up right, he's knocked out. Yeah, there could have been different ways to be able to finish it and still have a similar sort of impact. But I was I was left particularly underwhelmed by it. I just don't i don't one thing i always find right why i just Jer- just didn't like it jericho's every time right you anyone watching this anyone watching this jesus anyone listening to this you go back and you look at all of these moments that i'm about to like say so anytime chris jericho shouts come on or let's go let's go baby or come on baby it's it's big trouble for him he says oh, that yeah. Does the does the line salt super kick into the side of his belly? He said that at the Royal Rumble, obviously a long time ago, immediately gets thrown out. 
He's like every time he says "Let's go, baby" or "Come on, baby," it's boom. Are you, uh, you know, something bad happens to him. <laughs> um, but it was just so slow. Like it was, there were some good spots to be fair. Like the weapons and stuff were good, but I just felt it was, it was a very slow match. Like it was like, like you know, weapon shot. Maybe two minutes later, there's another weapon shot, and it was like, well. Why why are we not trying to like, you know, maybe speed it up a little bit towards the end? But it was when he hit the Panama Rise, like that was I didn't like that. But we'll not we'll not bash them too much. Cause end of the day they're it's it's not um it's not always gonna be perfect. But I'm sure I'm sure Jericho and Adam Cole will want to do a better one next time, I would think. Well what was billed as being the second most violent match on the card with you know, of anarchy in the arena anarchy, being yeah. number one. It it just didn't it just didn't have that feel to it. I felt like heck Wardlow's match felt more violent with yeah, some of the right. like the spots, the, the, the ladder spots and stuff hardcore like that. Arn. Yep, hardcore iron. But it's like I was uh, I was that's the match I was quite looking forward to before watching. I was like, oh, that should be a good match because like Adam Cole's always has fun matches. Jericho's Jericho. He's always good. I just I didn't like it, but um, yeah, Adam Cole. And then, last but not least, man, the Blackjack Battle Royal. What did you make of an AEW style battle royal? Slightly different. I thought it was to quite the... fun, but there were some moments where I was like, uh... "Well, what did you think about like everybody starting outside, so you're not in the battle royal until you enter the ring?" I think it was good, but I think there should be a timer. That's my See, first opinion. I quite liked it because it gave it allowed the room to like the ring to breed. Yeah. When you get at the beginning of a normal battle royal, it's hectic almost. There's too much going on that it's very hard, which is part of the appeal of it. Um, but when you've got twenty-one all in the ring at the same time, it can't be a bit like ice, like I. What, what's it's happening? a yeah it's a little bit much so i thought that was a pretty unique way to reduce the field like reduce the amount of competitors in the ring yeah at any one time and it did allow for like swerve to be playing uh, sw- a little swerving bit cage up the top that was that was quick that was quick good yeah but of course, it, it does make you think. Well, why don't more people? Why why aren't there like six or seven of them all waiting? Until I never the understand. Is like, like why you not waiting until the last guy's left? And right, I'm jumping in. Yeah. So I get I your idea about a timer. I could see that being sort of you've got ten minutes to enter. The only thing the about that is like, do they then keep an eye on people that are thrown out? Do you get what I mean? Oh yeah. You've got ten minutes to stay outside. Once the timer's done, you, you get thrown over again, you know. I don't know if that would work. No, ten minutes to enter it. Yeah, just yeah, I know, but like yeah. But it's just like if someone's if you're eliminated, you're eliminated. It would be a bit uh, maybe, I'm not sure, but there were some good matches, like some good some good spots. Like I liked the part where like you had like the Keith Lee and when Swerve finally came in and then yeah. you had him and Keith Lee have that stare down. I was like, ah, oh, cool, that's that's quite cool. Keith Lee, I, he it looks like he's aged like forty years though. 
Yeah, well, he's. I think he was just maybe he was going grey, and he just decided fuck it, I'll just die. I'm it. Just doing it. Mm-hmm. He's still good, but it's it's just weird seeing him go from like you know the young young you know like dark haired guy to like the the grizzled guy who looks like he's gonna like rip your hands off. Yeah. Like the I felt I felt like you know like throughout the whole match as well like you had the whole like obviously like Pentagon Phoenix and Commander. And then was there another guy? Yeah, when the, when the Lucha Libres took over, that That's was it, a yeah. lot of fun. <laughs> that was pretty that was cool. A lot of fun. When he's in the middle, like holding him with like uh, I forget who he's holding with the suplex, and all like defending him, like doing super kicks, and it was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there was um, a lot of great fun like that. It was Bandido. That's the one. Wasn't it? Bandido. I think it was. Commander, yeah. And then it was. Um, uh, Phoenix and Pentagon, and then you had the part so of four of them. That was just it was so cool, like seeing that. Like it's nice to see Lucha, like Lucha, like sorry, Lucha Doors get a bit yes. more respect. If you know what I mean. Um, obviously, like other companies don't seem to be as big. I I, I feel on Lucha Doors at the moment, but that might change. Um, uh, they are they are a big part of AEW, to be fair, and like. They've got a, a solid partnership with down in Mexico with AAA. Yeah. Um, you know, like Kenny, he wrestles down there. Young Bucks have wrestled down there. FTR were AAA champions. Kenny's been the AAA mega champion, um, all while still being with AEW. And that's what makes like a lot of this stuff quite unique when you when you're watching it. It's that exposure that you're getting to. So many different styles, so many different wrestlers, and it's not the same ones week in week out. It's it not the same ones on variety. every pay per view. Yep, absolutely. I, and let's not forget, this was like all about Orange Cassidy. This was his title defense, and he was an absolute star in that as well. I, yeah. I um, I thought he might have gotten. A few more eliminations than he did. Uh, he took a hell of a lot of punishment. The boots that is it is it Bill? What's his surname? Is it Bill? Big Bill. Big Bill. Yes. He, well, his, I can't remember. Is it, is it just Big Bill? I was going to say Bill Demont, but I was like, no, I don't think that's the right. Name. No, 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 no. It is just big. It's Bill. Big Bill. It's like it's the the part where um, is it Trent Trent Barretta like he's seen that like Bill was going to eliminate Orange Cassidy and like pushes him out of the way and then like t- takes the bullet of the big boot and goes flying off the ring. Yes, that, that was, was like that was that was nice. But he he looked very good in that match. Um, I'd like to see more of him to be honest with you. I thought he was really good. Um, Which one, Bill or Trent? Big Bill, big, big Bill. Bill, big Bill. Well, he booted. Um, he booted. He booted someone and they just went off like Starks, Ricky Starks. He booted out of the that's ring. That's it. Yeah, he he was. That was another point. Like where there was like, oh, what was it? Um, I can't remember what had actually happened, but I just remember Starks guy come. Did he not come like flying into the ring and just like lunge at someone? That was Jay White and Juice Robinson when he was that's going up it. against yeah. the Bullet Club Gold. Yeah, Bullet Club Gold. Yeah, that, that was that was awesome. I like that. Um, that was great fun. And then you uh, came down to Big Bill, Starks, Swerve, and Cassidy, wasn't it? 
No, the final Their four with Pentagon, 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 Bill, Swerve, and Orange. That was the final yeah. four. Swerve and I like. I loved the ending. So the final two oh, was yeah, Swerve and Orange. Was cool. And all the back and forth that Cassidy and Swerve were having, and then out on the apron. I was just, I just I was very like. You thought, ah, what's this? Just, oh, it was very, like, you know what I mean? You weren't too sure well, who was going to win. But it was such a Cassidy way to win the match. Oh, yeah. It was just such a Cassidy way to win the match. Here we go, like, thinking he's going to do the orange punch and, no, just a simple shake <laughs> your arm and down you go. Just beautiful. That was that was quite quality. Like, like I said, I've only watched a few of his matches and seen that and was like... It was very nice to just have a nice wee simple, not like a oh my god, a big massive finish. It was just a wee oops, and off you go. That was no. that was pretty cool. Bye, Orange Cassidy retains. Um, where do they go from here, though? Uh, so there was a crack and tag match on Dynamite. Um, it was what was it? What were they called again? It was Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen up against. The Ring of Honor, the Ring of Honor tag team, and I can't remember what their name is at this particular okay. moment. Give me a second, I'll find it. They're like some war thing, and it got me thinking about a little bit about. Um, all right, what was the what was the name of the tag team? That was ah, was it Achim and Razor? Achim and, and Razor, the, the authors of pain. Authors of pain, yes, the authors of pain. So they remind me a little bit, or their name reminds me a little bit of the authors of pain. Okay. Uh, they just like, they had um, apparently. I um, I remember reading this. Reading this. They had tried to start their own wrestling company um, a few years ago. I think AOP, were they not? Was it, did they not try and book something really big and then nobody did it? Yeah, I think it was in. I, th- I think they were. I think they were trying to do it somewhere in England. It was somewhere really random, and yeah, they'd announced the the the, the event, but they hadn't. Something like they hadn't announced who was meant to be there and. Apparently, people bought tickets and stuff like that there, and then all of a sudden, it just kind of vanished. Yeah. But they, there's rumours of them that Paul El- Paul Ellering is trying to get them to come back to WWE. Well, well, we'll see. As long as nobody pisses himself again. Um, oh, so, don't. <laughs> so, yeah, Origin Cassidy and Darby Allen were up against Gates of Agony. Gates of Agony. Hence the reason why, like, they just kind of, yeah, that sounds like a name that I kind of remember. Oh, there you go. Authors of Pain, AOP. So, Gates That's of Agony. Kaun and Toa Leona. And they are absolute Bishop Kaun and Toa Leona. And they are just, they're two animals. They're two beasts. Okay. They're absolutely crackers. Like, I'll have to look at that. Um, it was good fun. Uh, but Alan and, uh, Cassidy, they won that match because Cassidy's pretty much unbeatable. 
Seems to be. But after the match was finished, um, so Gates of Agony is part of the Empire, which is part uh, of this Swerve Strickland thing. Okay. So at the end of the match on Dynamite, uh, Swerve came out with right. um, Brian Cage and Prince Nana, and they circled the ring. And it looked as though the beatdown was going to be coming to to Derby and Orange, right? And then it's Sting. Big Stingy. Sting makes his comeback. He'd left Derby B. He wanted like Derby was going solo and wanted to take care of the whole MGF thing just by himself, but that's all done and dusted now, and Sting's back. Awesome. So yeah, that was great fun. Um, good little steer down there. We can see where that's going to be moving forward to, possibly towards Forbidden Door. Um, because a whole lot of the Empire folk are from. They're Ring from New Honor, Japan, aren't they? Are they not? Ring of Honor. There's definitely no. a New Japan faction that's something to do with the Empire. There may well be, there may well be, but the folks that we've seen so far have been Ring of Honor, because Gates of Agony are Ring of Honor oh, okay. tag team champions, I think. Maybe I'm thinking of a different... It's definitely the Empire, I'm pretty sure there's something to do with Will Ospreay. Uh, you're thinking the Aussie Empire? No, 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 no. It's def- I'll have to look it up, but it's definitely something to do with that. Um, but yes, obviously, you had a major announcement on... AEW Dynamite on Wednesday as well. Should I tell yep, people yep, what's yep, happened? Yep, yep. So over the past few weeks, uh, Tony Khan has been coming up with some big announcements. Uh, so the first one was that there's going to be a new AEW show, which is going to start airing this month, called AEW Collision. So everybody started thinking, ooh, why would it be a new show? And what might that mean? Um, And then the second big announcement that took place was that the first episode of Collision is going to be taking place in Chicago. Here, wait a second. What wrestlers from Chicago? I'm Um, sure when they debuted a previous show called Rampage in Chicago, there was a particular wrestler that showed up. And then um, this week, to everybody's shock, surprise, and amazement, none other than CM Punk was announced as returning to oh, AEW yes. for Collision. So this appears to be something of a little bit of a potential soft roster split that might be happening with AEW. Um, a couple of weeks back as well. When this, like the rumors about collision had started, but before the first big announcement, we saw a few wrestlers who've not been competing on Dynamite going going into Tony Khan's office. Uh, one of them was Thunder Rosa, and the other one was Miro. Ooh, Miro, Miro's, Miro's kind of lost his way. Everybody's wondering, where's Miro? Well, Miro may well be showing up on AEW Collision. So, yeah, it looks like there might be some form of a split. There was, uh, after the whole kerfuffle um, at the last uh, All Out, where 
he went absolutely nuts <laughs> and just lost his way and really I do, should have just kept to eating his muffins. Yeah, he should have just kept quiet. The only thing I find out with these these press conferences, as much as a magic thing that he's returned, I think it'll definitely boost AEW's ratings. The thing I feel about the press conference is I wish Tony Khan wasn't there right beside them. Yeah, you know well, it mean? was it was pretty. He was kind of just a rabbit caught in the headlights because what did he do at that point? But like that's it. But like when he had the, the MGF had a, a question put to him after Double or Nothing the other day, and it was like, how did you feel about going on second when you're the champion? And you seen Tony's face like he didn't look happy. And he was like, well, I wouldn't. And MGF kind of saved it. It was quite a good response. He was like, well, why would I want to be rolling around in John Moxley's blood? Which I thought was there quite funny. Go. But it was like, it, yeah, it was a good response. But that's why I'm like, there you go. Tony Khan shouldn't be there because his reactions, he doesn't need to say anything because his face is there. You know what I mean? Like he's, his reactions are all this way. He looked, he looked really upset. Um, I get his point. Like, you know what I mean? He shouldn't have to be upset because if something's bigger than the championship, then why not have it on last? Um, but I get MGF's point as well. Is why would you want to roll around in Big John's blood? Well, that's it, mate. That's it. And so that's... That- uh, that, well, yeah, that was that was double or nothing. That was then uh, again first pay per view. I really, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um, I'm looking forward to Forbidden Door when it comes. I kind of can feel... see. Can you see the difference between like the way like a WWE show is produced then and an AEW show is produced? There's you, like, like get to see it from start to finish in that way. To both, to definitely to both guys and to both brands. Like there's advantages to the um, AEW and there's advantages to WWE. I just kind of wish there wasn't as much tribalism as there is now. I just kind of wish people would enjoy everything, if you know what I mean. Well, like, of course. That's that's the that's the way I feel of like a lot of people like oh you know AEW. You see all the comments and stuff. Oh you know they shouldn't they doing this or oh, of course they would do this. It's like. What difference does it make what they're doing? Like, if you if you enjoy WWE, that's fine. But why can't you enjoy something else? Or the other way about. Um, I'm only starting to get into AEW a little bit more as the weeks go on. Obviously, WWE, like, it'll always be the favourite show for me from growing up. But it's like, it's there's nothing wrong with liking AEW. Like, there's just so, there's so much different varieties of people. There's a lot more different championships going on. You know, it's obviously the trios one I've always been a big fan of in terms of like the Lucha, Lucha, Lucha Underground days, and having that as on like a big TV show now, I was, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that to keep going. Um, that's the only thing about AEW. I think they think they 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 do have quite a lot of titles, um, but they they keep it they keep it nice and smooth. You think they've got a lot of titles, but. They don't have as many titles as you think, because some uh, of the titles come from Ring of Honor. You've got some of the titles there, like I said, like on Rampage, you had two titles from New Japan being defended, a title from AAA being defended, and a title from Ring of Honor being defended. That's it. There were, there were no AEW titles there. I mean, AEW's got the TBS and the TNT title, the international title, the trios, the tag team, and the world championship. But it's just it's a it's a bundle of titles, crazy fun. How many titles has WWE got? Well, well, we we have the two the two big the two big ones the 
the talking about uh, uh, companies that like to have like shiny new titles. Last night, SmackDown. Oh, what gets unveiled? Oh, another shiny new title. Big Triple H. Sorry, sorry, Roman, you're not getting to carry two belts anymore because we stole one of them off you and took it away from you without actually letting anybody know it. I um, feel like I like the idea, but at the same time, it just looks so, quite cool having the two belts. Yes, you know I mean? but now we have we now we have Roman Reigns as the. Uh, what is it now? He's the the belt is called the Undisputed Universal Championship. Undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, I don't think it's got heavyweight in it, does it? Or maybe not. I thought that's what Triple H. It doesn't Triple have heavyweight. Maybe not. The heavyweight. Uh, the world heavyweight on, on Raw. Yes. So that's the, right. The Undisputed Universal Title, Undisputed Universal Champion, and then we've got the. Heavyweight Championship. We've got our two tag titles. We've got our uh, US title. Have we still got our twenty four seven title? No, Nikki Cross <laughs> been that last year. Thank oh, aye, that's right, and Mister Ben. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you've got the the women's titles: Raw, SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. So there's plus all the NXT. But anyway. Belts are belts. Um, I like that WWE are starting to tidy that shit up because it was getting yeah. really, really messy. What they need to do now is they need to consolidate the tag team titles. Yeah, let's do that. Hopefully, let's just do that. Yeah, let's just like we're on we're all in the mood for shiny new belts. So give us some shiny new tag team belts, and let's just have two of them and not four. That's it. And then make everything a little bit more simple again. Hopefully they do. Um, but yeah, speaking of SmackDown, we had a we had a good um, a good SmackDown from from Friday night. Um, obviously we had well, the Roman uh, surpassing one thousand days. Triple H awarded him with a new brand new shiny title, like you're saying. Um, looks quite nice. Same same kind of idea as the. The two belts that he's had, but it's the black, black um, strap. But now we've got a gold finish in the middle rather than a black. It looks quite nice. I think it'll take time to grow on me. Um, but I think it's. I think it'll be a. I think it'll be a nice addition to Roman Reigns' collection. Um, still got a big W in the middle of it, doesn't it? It still has the big W. They need that for the brand at the end of the day. I know the other one still does, but it's Roman will make. Roman will make the title. I think that's that's the. The, the thing with it, regardless of what it looks like, you'll make it look cool. End of the day, but no one like the universal. That's it. But as much as the title's nice and everything, it was the story that was the star of the show on SmackDown. Yeah. Jimmy, Jay, Solo, oh Solo, who are you sticking with? Your family or your family? But it was like it was the way he was like Roman, like you know, like the Usos had been banned from the arena. They've been they're they're um what else had, So how did they get an entrance? Paul. That's it. I don't know. How did they their must, music they, hit if they've been they, banned from the arena? They must be using that that like powerful Bluetooth. Adam Pierce must get sacked. <laughs> he is the worst fucking general manager for keeping people out of the arena or keeping them away from ringside. Whatever he says in hour one, it doesn't matter come five minutes before the... Or he just lets everybody off work early. 
Like, ah, it's not ice security guards. Well done. You've done an hour <laughs> and 45 minutes of good work there, preventing the oozos from coming. Ah, I tell you what, just take the rest of the shift off. <laughs> They're not going to come out. Ooso! <laughs> Wait, what? What happened? Oh my God, they're fast. Jesus. But it was like Roman thought he was still like a scary dude and like steps up to Jimmy when Jimmy's like, you know, like, you're not, you're not like, you're just a, a tribal chief on your lonely island. And then he's like, man, and then goes to like, and then just slaps, Jimmy slaps his face. And then Roman stood there like, oh my God, what are you doing? And then Jay, obviously, you know, like Jay starts panicking and is like, you know, we know we're not meant to fight. We're all meant to be family. Solo, but where was Solo standing? Solo was standing beside Roman at the time, and then Jimmy had, you know, had acknowledged him, saying, "Look, he's going to use you once he's, you know, once he's got his way, once everything's done, you're going to be thrown to the side." And then Solo kind of slowly starts to side with Jimmy, and I was like, "Oh, is this actually going to be Roman getting turned on?" And then, you know, Roman's like, "Oh, look, guys, I'm sorry," and they both hug it out, and then. I forget classic, the phrase. Classic mob boss move before oh, the, yeah. forget before the forget inevitable assassination. And he just says, no. The thing is, like, you know, we shouldn't fight. We should be family. And he's like, no. Throws him back so low. Boom. The Samoan spike to Jimmy. Just looks like Solo and Roman. And Heyman are going to be potentially, and well, we'll guess we'll see what happens next week, but could this be leading to money in the bank? It was also the, but it was a throwaway line. I think Heyman asked uh, Roman, "What about Jay?" And yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like, see this part. Heard uh, about this yeah, this. and Roman's like, "Jay will fall in line, just like he always does." So it's uh, I, I like whatever happens. The, the doesn't the thing about the bloodline at the moment and the storyline that goes there is it doesn't really matter what the next show is. It can be a pay per view, can be a SmackDown. It's the it's next episode, like it's the next episode of the bloodline. It's not the next episode of SmackDown or it's not <laughs> Money in Bank. Bloodline. It's the next episode of the bloodline. Should be a pay per view like, then. It's uh. I, I like how this is all like panning out as well because you know you've with the bloodline you always have to look back to the beginning yeah so what was going on at the beginning what was it that helped get jay in line was when um roman was beating down on jimmy and that That's was right. what brought jay in so what's it going to be that breaks jay beating down on jimmy what brought him in could be the thing the same thing that pushes him out the battle lines are being drawn for what used to be a WWE pay-per-view which would have been quite good for it I think Battleground but that was some like random hidden away show on uh, NXT this weekend or last weekend that I didn't even know was happening they they do advertise it, but they're not as it's not obviously as big as what NXT used to be. I think it will get to that stage soon because they're starting to put on good matches. Like you had obviously Ilya Dragunov versus uh, Dijakovic, and I don't that would have been a banger. That's what I mean. Like they've got matches like that on. You got like heel Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes. Um, like the stuff they've been doing on NXT like before the match. 
like weeks before. It's just been so good. But obviously Carmelo won on Sunday. Um, I don't know if you know this, but so came out on NXT, main event of NXT, I believe, and oh. got ambushed oh. by a returning oh. lone wolf, Baron Corbin. What music did he come out to? Um, I don't know if he came out to any music, to be honest with you. I could oh. be wrong, but he came out, bet the hell out of him, hit the end of days, and it was like a proper good end of days. You know, it just it just hit flush. Holds the NXT Championship above his head, and then I'm pretty sure like it went off the air. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, if he's got if he's going back to like NXT, up. like Baron Corbin, I'm all for that. I don't Fingers want to see him taking cost. main roster Baron Corbin down to NXT. Yeah, I want like old like OG. Corbin back, the one that he, fucking hates indie wrestlers and just wants to beat the shit out of them. Yeah, bring back the timer. Yes, please. Like, yes, please. You you didn't also have that. So we had Tyler Bate in the ring finishing off his match, and then in the crowd walking to the ring is Mustafa Ali too. All right. So they've got you've got two new returns in the NXT. So NXT is looking to be a bit bit of a nice shake up, which is good, I think. Interesting. Um, Interesting. So you've got two. Two really good wrestlers going back to NXT, so very, very as buzzing with that. I'm hoping that's good for Ali and it's not just a way to move him on to like NXT level up. Well, let's hope not, but I think I think Ali would be a good competitor for the likes of Wesley. That would be a nice one to see, or possibly Tyler. Absolutely. Because he's put on like such good work of late up on the main roster and his match at um, Night of Champions was far better than I think a lot of people were expecting. Um it now, really well. Speaking of NXT, we had a promo package on um, Friday night of the new, uh, newly team that have uh, came to SmackDown. So Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Oh, okay. So we had the pa- a promo package which was a bit cryptic. So this is the part where I'm like, do these people realise what? So they had two, ra- three random words come up on the screen, right? What were they? Rubius. Rubius? Luna. Luna. Right, so Rubia, and then I can't remember the next one. It was all kind of jumbled. Immediately, if anyone's like listening to this, you hear that two names, that's from Harry Potter. Yeah, well, Luna... Uh, Rubius Hagrid and Luna Lovegood. Yeah, Luna Lovegood. Straight away, yes. but down the rabbit hole we go. All right, okay. Um, You've been going down the rabbit hole? Well, this is where it gets a bit cryptic, Dave. So oh, we have a a wolf, well, a guy with a hood wearing a wolf mask walking around a fire. Now, Wait, what? rewind yourself to February no, in the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, no, please don't. The door has been opened and that exact same video is played in the open door of the Firefly Funhouse. Why would they be... So could they be in a connection with Bray Wyatt? Why would they do? Why would they do something like that? Well, the, in a sense, they're like they're kind of being packaged. Could they be like being repackaged as like witches or something? I don't know. It just it's very strange. Like, but well, they're like, not being repackaged as witches. I mean, like Isla Dawn has been a witch. Like that is who she is. She is a witch. It was Alba Fire that wasn't beforehand. Uh, she was Alba kind of like, crazy like, with a baseball bat. 
yeah so like the witchiness isn't a surprise as such i think having it be connected to bray wyatt is a surprise because you've already yeah. got alexa bliss connected to bray wyatt but where she... nothing has happened with even when she was healthy do you not know her latest news i know that she's pregnant so i know yeah. that's not gonna so happen she's gonna anymore. she's gonna be at the game so that yeah, but even next... like like I say, before like before her pregnancy, they kept on teasing stuff that would happen with her and that never happened. Uh, but I think this could be the shot though. Like this could be you've got two new people. What would that... you have them as? I don't know. Like, they're not part they can't form part of the Wyatt Six. But they, they could in a sense have a Neither of them are gonna be like Huskus. Because they're far too like because they're not Huskus. There's only one sister, Abigail. None of them's going to be the rabbit. Who else is there? Well, I, I know, but you, you could go down a different Oh, the buzzard. Yeah, unless they're the ones to go like down the, I don't know, Freddy Krueger route, where they're the one to conjure, ba- conjure him back up in some form. Of Resurrect the fiend. Yeah, and he, like... To me, that, that's a, good, a main thing that, like, that's, that that would be awesome. To be, you imagine that, the like, box. we we have we have brought back the, I don't know what you would call it, like we've brought back the wolf to slay the sheep, and then all of a sudden, like, out comes the fiend with them. That would be even Bray Wyatt, like, it just it yeah, would be cool. I, I can't see that working because, like, they're tag team champions. They're NXT tag team. Are they still NXT tag team champions? I I'm not sure. Well, they wrestle in the background. I don't think. I don't think so. I could be so wrong. Still I'm not really. So I've not watched a lot of background. Just the just a few of the matches. Right. Okay. So they may or may not be still. They may or may still not be tag team champions. So, like, who would they bring them back for? Because they're a tag team, so they'd be fighting their own battles, and they couldn't bring Bray back to fight anybody that they would be fighting. Or he could be. Uh, yeah. Do you know it's... what I mean? I get what you Unless mean. Unless they I... were part of a faction of some form. But then they would need additional male members to be part of that faction because any male faction that just decided to go up against them, that's yeah. not gonna fly. So yeah, I'm a bit that mm, I mean like see, I guess. It's the usual with these things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> just have to wait and see how it pans out. Three months later, it's the same, same situation. Exactly. Well, wait, wait, he's just delivered you... the same promo for the past three <laughs> freaking months. Let's oh no, we're going to... No, you got to wait and see how it goes. Okay, cool. Right, let's see and wait and see how it goes. What the fuck is this glow-in-the-dark match? That's it. Like, if it's anything to do with it, I feel like it can only lead to disappointment. The best thing they can do with Bray Wyatt is not do any slow teases for his return. It's just have him fucking return at the end of something and just start beating the shit into somebody. I do hope they're like leaving like, us all for money in the bank. That way then they're that is the biggest they pops ever. Oh, they had opportunities to be able to do that before. Don't need any theatrics with a fucking door on the stage. Don't need anything like that. You've done all you need to do with Bray Wyatt way back in the past. Yeah. Just switch the fucking lights off. Switch the lights back on. 
have him in the middle of the ring and have him just destroy someone and not just to just like one sister abigail and like pose for the camera i mean absolutely fucking destroy somebody properly the mandible claw i think needs to be like another it needs to be brought back because it's that it's quite it's quite it's quite like hard to remember those those beatdowns that they used to do with uh when it was the wyatt family and there was there's one memorable one which was when they just went fucking balls to the wall. I'm sure it must have been against the shield, but remember when they just buried everybody? Yes, possibly. At the ninth desk. They just got all the chairs out from underneath and just piled them on top. And then they started piling the announce desk on top and they started piling more chairs on top of it. And then they sat atop the pile to like close off the show. Because they just destroyed everything. I'm sure it was the shield. I'm sure it was when they Maybe. were having that like run. And then they had that run of matches, them and the shield, which were just absolute freaking classics. Like that's the sort of stuff that he like the way you could take him back and you could have him just like explode straight away. Yeah. Something along those lines. Nobody is gonna have the patience or the tolerance for more rabbit yeah, hole deep dives. Let's wait six weeks before we actually see somebody. You've already done that. If you're That's health, God knows I wish him the best and I want him to be healthy. But when he is healthy, just come back right, and get him in the like ring. just get him in the drink, slap the rocket to his back, and let's just freaking go. I hope There's they no do. point in waiting. There's just no point in waiting. We shall find out more in the, the cryptic events. But here is my eyebrow razor moment of the week. So you had the OC versus the Hit Row. Now, oh, is this on SmackDown, was it? Someone had a, someone's got a big issue with Top Dollar. Top Dollar hit a promo on AJ Styles, and it was like a rap kind of promo, and it was. It was quite crap, to be honest with you. That's not meant to be a rhyme in any way. But um, so the OC and <laughs> the OC end up winning the match by the Magic Killer, and um, we get to uh, Top Dollar's not happy, so he like rushes the ring, takes out Galvez and Anderson, turns around, AJ's there, phenomenal forearm bump, and then we cut to Michael Cole. Uh, Michael Cole says, in Michael Cole terms, I shall just, I've wrote this down, and I quote, My name's Top Dollar. I got knocked over by AJ Styles. Took me out. That's it. That was Michael Cole's rap. Was that his freestyle, was it? That was his freestyle. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, I had to say, I was like, see, he just actually said that. Like, is that actually a real thing? I thought he was going to come out with something different, but that was it. My God. And of course, Top Dollar, like, he just got owned by Michael Cole in a rap battle and he couldn't even give a response. Michael Cole still undefeated. Spitting out, spitting out fire as usual. But we had so. Those bars were so hot, they've left, like, Burn marks everywhere. Poor, <laughs> poor top dollar. I mean, um, but yeah. So money in the bank's looking to be shaping up pretty good. Um, we've got so so far in the men's um qualifiers. So you've got Nakamura, um, 
Ricochet. So I think we've got some. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a good money in the bank this year. As much as it's obviously gonna be great for us not having to stay up till two in the morning to watch it. Um, this is true. Third competitor has been announced, which I'm very happy with. Um, I was quite shocked that he won, to be honest with you. But LA Knight is going into his yeah in the bank. So it's let me talk it's to you. To be a, it's looking to be a. A fire of, of a of a show. LA Knight is winning that match. I LA so. Knight is one hundred percent winning money in the bank. Think if he was to win, I don't. I see him cashing out on the World Heavyweight Championship. I don't see him going for Roman. Oh, 100 percent, and that's what they want because they don't want anybody going after Roman. So no. you've got this new title. Absolutely, LA Knight. This is. It's yes, 100%. He, if he is in the money in the bank match, he has to win that match. The guy is on fire right now. You go into like you listen to any of the clips from house shows or anything like that, and he gets the loudest pop of the night. Everybody knows his catchphrase, everybody wants him to talk to them. So, yeah, 100%. If you're gonna, if you're gonna give somebody new the briefcase and it's not going to Cody. Then it has to be LA Knight. Oh yeah, I think I think Cody's not going to be finished with his story with Big Brock yet, but LA, LA, LA all, day. all day, just shy of a month away from all in. Uh, sorry, two months away from all in. So it's yeah. London's going to be a busy wrestling wrestling ground for the next wee while, I think. It is. Um, the UK will be the wrestling capital of the world for the next so couple we, of months. Hopefully, if you're still listening at this point, because we nearly we nearly are two hours in, believe it or not. Um, myself, Dave, and I are um, we are gonna we are going to the um, AEW All in London, and if it is something that you guys would be interested in, we are potentially going to do a vlog there of obviously the getting to the event, showing you are guys we? the event. Well, that's just just with the people if the people are interested in, we shall see. Um, but you know, hit us up on. Hit us up on either Twitter or Instagram, and it's at Oc I Wrestling. Or How do you, you spell that? O C H A Y E W R E S T L I N G. With the A in front of it. Yeah. And then we have our email as well, just in case you guys have no social media. So we have the Okai podcast at gmail.com. Say well. that again. The Okai podcast at gmail.com. This is Trevor McDonald. <laughs> Trevor McDonald here. Ready to tell you the news of wrestling. It's probably nothing like Trevor McDonald. But yeah, that was nothing like Trevor McDonald. We'll, we'll work that on was, it for the next episode. The that main was thing not is, a good impression. The that audio was. was the audio is clear, so that was we have no longer the exorcism from Channel Channel Five. That was that was really bad. It was really good. Um, the uh, uh, yeah yeah. Hopefully this does sound a lot better, guys. If you are listening, if you have stuck around for the second episode, uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, if you have even managed to get this far and you're still listening, then please don't forget to subscribe. Um, like thumbs up rate five ten whatever it happens to be um 
We just love just to get give some us feedback. something. Give us something. We would we would love to get some feedback in any way. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can also get us on Google Podcasts now. So we are spreading our reach out to different places. Um, if you think that there's anybody that might like to uh, listen to our banter, um, then feel free to share it as well uh, with all your wrestling friends. I think that's about us for today, is it, Lou? I'm Lewis. This I'm is David. David. I, well, my mum calls me David. This is Hi, mum, if you're listening. Um... <laughs> well, let's hope she's not listening nearly two hours in, huh? <laughs> but anyways, guys, thank you very much, and we'll see you on the next one. Cheers, guys. This Bye-bye. This is the Off-Eye Podcast. Bye-bye.